Hello, it's me. I'm in the garden, um, which is kind of where I used to, um, you know, spend my time recording the podcast back in the day. I think it was where I did my first podcast, sat in this very, <clears throat> this very bench. Not that it really means very much, but uh, yeah, it's... 31 minutes past 9 on Monday night uh, Monday the 21st is it? yeah, 21st and <clears throat> yeah, I don't know It's I don't know why well, I know why I've chosen to sit outside to do the podcast basically my, uh, my sister's come home and um, there's just sort of nowhere to record the podcast without kind of having questions being asked <laughs> because I just um, I just no, I'm not ready for that conversation you know I also don't really want my family to listen to the podcast am I embarrassed by it? Um, probably I think so um, I don't know um, but yeah, it's cold out here. I've got a jacket on, and I haven't even, I've still got my work kind of clothes on. I'm a bit casual at work these days. <laughs> I've got, uh, I wear like polo shirts to work, and I just kind of put a sweater on top. It's quite nice because it means that you can just sort of, I don't know, you can feel comfortable. And, I don't really feel like I need to take it off as soon as I get home from work, which is quite a nice luxury because normally, or back in the day when I used to wear shirts a lot, it felt like it was entirely necessary to take my shirt off as soon as I got home, not to get too sexy for you. Um, but, um, well, to completely dial down on that sexiness, the reason I had to take my shirt off kind of most... Well, every day <laughs> um, was probably mostly around kind of the sweat patches that would uh, would would entail with wearing shirts. There is kind of just something um, intrinsically sweaty about shirts, um, and it's not a phenomenon that I experience with polos. So I'm quite happy to persist with them. Um, <clears throat> I think I started wearing polos in the summer of last year. That was because I lost a bit of weight and I started feeling, you know, a little bit good about myself. Um, and then over winter I was wearing kind of, yeah, started putting sweaters on top. But I'm still wearing the sweaters on top because one, it's it's not it's not warm. I mean, certainly right now it's absolutely freezing. But um, the sweaters will probably stay on because your boys put on all the weight again. Now, I say all the weight as if I'm kind of some sort of, you know, yo-yo dieter, um, weight watchers type, but that's not really the case. <clears throat> I guess I'm just kind of normal. But last year, I actually made some good inroads, which was uh, inroads, actually, I found out. Um, I made some good inroads on that front, and I'd gotten into probably the best shape I'd been in for a long time. 
just by running every day and I believe he spoke about it on the podcast all the time didn't I um, and yeah the winter was pretty uh, pretty intense on the old eating like a bastard front so is it square one? Mm, not quite but it's not um, it's maybe square two <laughs> which uh, you know is what it is I guess um, the weekend we just had was absolutely amazing um, isn't it strange <laughs> the uh, the effect that some nice weather will have on me and everyone I'm sure uh, you know I'm pretty sure I think I think maybe we feel it quite acutely in kind of Great Britain um, and the broader um, like British Isles maybe we feel it more acutely than most because a lot of the time it's grey and miserable um, not even necessarily miserable but it's kind of not that bright and it's often windy and quite cloudy and I just think <clears throat> When we are blessed with one of our somewhere between ten to thirty days of sun a year, um, it just feels amazing, and um, I, yeah, I I must have walked about thirty k over the weekend, and um, yeah, I kind of got sort of half sunburned not quite sunburned but it was like the I think I think it's described as you know my mother when I was growing up as catching the sun and I definitely caught the sun twice I think um and yeah I just had a sort of a general sense of um kind of calm I wasn't I didn't really care about anything and that's nice and it almost in a cool way it was like being transported out of the week life the weekend the weekday sorry life and I don't know I just felt great and you could tell with everyone else that they also felt great and yet Monday uh weather again back to kind of normal I think it's safe to say and um, it's oh god sorry I just dropped my phone again fucking this is annoying isn't it? sorry excuse my language but uh, yeah the weather just completely reverted to sort of Monday-ish weather um, admittedly it, it was actually quite nice towards the end of the day but I just you know I was at work till quarter past half past no quarter past seven I think it was um now I start at nine so like I'm not pretending that I'm oh here comes a car to ruin it um come on come on don't slow down yeah there you go <clears throat> um yeah I'm not pretending that I'm some sort of mega grafter like I know that some people work obscene hours and of course I also realize that I'm very you know, fortunate to have a job and also my job is to sit down and look at spreadsheets and stuff, so I get it. Um but by the same token, 
ate through my lunch um or sort of yeah kind of worked through my lunch and then stayed late and i just you know all the goodwill of the weekend it's not all gone but i'm just kind of uh this fucking car man and he's just turned around at the top and he's coming down oh it's the police cool and they're just listening to me record the podcast. So they just giggled at me. Fuck you. Um, sorry, police. I don't actually dislike the police, but, you know. Don't giggle at me. Um, this is very serious. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, it's a bit of a shame that the goodwill of the weekend, the week, yeah, the, the nice weather of the weekend seems to have kind of... It's <sighs> taken a real battering today and I'm sort of uh, um, burdened a little bit with some of the stuff going on at work nothing major but it's just kind of I like the weekend because you can forget about it and you can pretend that you don't have a job <laughs> and that's quite nice um but yes, I could do with a good week in the office, it has to be said. So I suppose the positive slant is that, well, I did three hours extra today. That should stand me in better stead for the rest of the week. So I guess we'll see. But I think it's a bit of a shame that like I've gone from being outside Saturday, Sunday, as much of it as I could reasonably expect of myself to then basically you know getting into the office before it's really kind of bright and then seeing the nice weather and by the time I'm out of the building it's dark and there's just kind of it just feels like a bit of a shame but I'm not overly upset <laughs> but I feel like I'm probably two bad days away from being uh in the mire, so to speak. Um, but you know, we'll be we'll be okay. We'll keep going. Um, what was I going to talk about? Oh yeah, there was a few things I've watched. I'm pretty sure I've watched two films of late. I'm sorry if you can hear that. By the way, the drain pipe is just sounding like it's going for a wee, but it's not. Trust me. Well, yeah, that's what I hope. Um, anyway, um, I've watched two films of late, but I can't remember what the other one is. I went to watch, I've, I've watched the Batman, um, and, uh, I, I was me, I've been meaning to do kind of a bit of a review of the Batman film for, for a while now, because I watched it probably two weeks ago, maybe. Um, the first week I just was a bit conscious about spoiling it because that's what I tend to do and maybe I have spoken about the Batman I'm not sure I don't think I have because um, I tend to spoil the films now when I just watch them and I, I don't care because this podcast isn't big enough for spoilers to be a huge issue and I don't know I don't... I actually think, this is my theory, right? I don't think that 
explaining a set piece is necessarily spoiling the film because I don't think you should be watching films for like the big set piece excuse me <laughs> like you should really be watching it for the for the story right the, the narrative so like if I say this thing about there being you know a big sort of scene in the MGM Grand not well, the MGM Grand MS Madison Square Garden even though it's in Gotham so it's the Gotham Garden or whatever Gotham Square Garden I wonder what they call it if it's Gotham Square Garden I'm kind of disappointed in the uh the 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 creativity and the naming of that <clears throat> but yeah they have a big kind of you know finale there and it's amazing like there's some really great shots um but like yeah, it's the narrative of the batman that's great um it is quite long it's three hours long which is like you know pretty kind of i think it's borderline return of the king level length but i have to say it kind of i wouldn't go as far as saying it flew by what i will say is the first i would say the first two hours of the film leading up until kind of the climax of act two if it's a three-act film which I think it does feel pretty three-acty. <clears throat> the first two acts are um, probably the best, most fun two acts of a film I've seen in a long time. I just really like kind of the dark, sort of serial killer, detective-y sort of um, aesthetic. Um, remember we're saying aesthetic properly under the right conditions nowadays. Stop saying it wrong. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like, I like the first two acts very much so. And I wouldn't say that it, it fumbles the end. Not at all, actually. I'm pretty happy with the ending. I would say, um... I would say, in fact, it's perfectly fine. It, probably the first two acts are like somewhere between an 8 and a 9 out of 10, maybe even higher. Uh, certain moments are amazing. It's kind of the performances are brilliant. Paul Deneau as the uh, the the uh, the Riddler is, is really good. He's a tremendous actor, and he's a very good villain, which is cool because he's kind of a square. Like, he is like me in ways and i think if i was um you know more unhinged there's a there's a world in which i would be inspired by paul Dano's riddler and paul Dano in, in general as a villain because he kind of you know kind of gives me the um gives me the encouragement that i need to be a terrorist you know um or you know villainous uh you know, villainous preacher guy like he is in There Will Be Blood, which is also a great film that you should watch. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and maybe... So yeah, the first two acts are probably like some somewhere between an 8 and a 9, maybe a 9.0. 9. Um, and then 
probably act three is maybe a seven. Maybe a high six or a seven, something like that. It's not awful at all. It's really not awful. It's fine. In fact, it's probably better than a six. It's probably a seven for me, like a 7.0. Um, and I think maybe all it is is just that the first two acts are so brilliant um, that it's hard to almost end it, I think. Um, so I kind of ha I have sympathy with the with those who made the film. Um, but yeah, it is great. You should watch it. Um, I did uh, give a kind of personal invite to uh, Zoe Kravitz. She's welcome to join the podcast at any stage. I um, would give her my everything, <clears throat> I think. She is an astonishing lady. Um, and to be honest, Robert Pattinson, emo, I love it. Like, he is, uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of him, because I like the fact that he um, doesn't really, I don't know, he's weird. He seems like a weird guy. I mean, he's um, handsome to a kind of uncomfortable extent. Like, I feel like you could, um, you know, chop a tree down with the the um the cut of his jaw it's quite quite the extreme jaw um and he's got tremendous hair and what i also quite liked is that in the film he sort of got like he's in shape but he's not a joke like he's kind of i, I think he's like 62 something like that <clears throat> pattinson and he's clearly in good shape. He probably looks like he weighs around 180, 175, 180. And he's in good, he's in good fettle. And, um, yeah, he's sort of just doing his bits and pieces. Um, and he's lean and it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, but it still feels somewhat attainable I guess um, so that's nice I guess in a way um, I say it feels somewhat attainable let's not be let's not kid ourselves here we're not we're not going to be attaining his uh, his shame uh, his frame <laughs> his shame that's probably Freudian uh, slip there <clears throat> just want to say something by the way um, like Bear in mind, it's, it's 10 to 10. <laughs> I'm sat in the garden. It's a very starry night, by the way. It's a lovely starry night. And some fucking psychopath has just walked past the house. I don't even really know what the thing was, but he was kind of walking with quite the brisk step. And... I kind of continued, <laughs> I mean, it didn't help that I was talking about how good Robert Pattinson looks, how lean he is. You know, it's not the, not the greatest look. I, I can see kind of what's going on um, or how it, how it could be perceived. But um, here comes a car to ruin my flow. Cool. Um, 
Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Same car as before. Must be. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm just waxing lyrical about Robert Pattinson's lean frame. Um, you know, guessing that he might be about 180, 175 pounds at that point. Possibly, maybe more actually. I reckon he's 185 or a, something around there. Um, he's in good shape though. Um, and... Yeah, Psycho Man walks past. I continue to talk about Pattinson. I definitely said something like lean. I mean, you could probably hear the fear in my voice, and you might have been able to hear him kind of panting and talking to himself, because that's what he was doing. But I suppose so am I. I'm talking to myself. So respect to my brother, you know? <clears throat> but I was uh, I was terrified for a second there. Um, and I just hope that he's not kind of, you know, waiting around the corner and listening to me talk about him and getting more angry. Is what it is, um, but yeah, Pattinson's brilliant. He um, he's pretty human. He reminds me of me after a day at work, absolutely fucking miserable. Doesn't want to talk to anyone. Um, I'm obviously less handsome. That's fair. I can t- I can accept that. But um, and he doesn't have a podcast, um, so swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Uh, you know, it ain't it ain't for everyone to be a globally. Uh, broadcasted voice. I suppose he is, isn't he? Probably a bit more global than me, Pattinson. God damn it. Um, one day, maybe, I'll get him. Um, but yeah, he, I don't know, he's cool in it. And he has like a little, um, what I will say, it's not really a spoiler, but he has like a cool little sort of, um, like, what's the word? Like a, like an empathy with this, like, kid character, this boy-kid character. And, I don't know, it's cool, it made Bruce Wayne seem a bit more human. The whole thing did, really. Um, I think there's going to be more Pattinson Batman films, so I'm pretty excited for the next few. Um, Will they be better than the Christopher Nolan ones? It's really difficult to say. What I will say is, I think the Batman might be, in my opinion, better than Batman Begins. So as a start, potentially, you know, I I would say it's potentially better. I need to watch Batman Begins again properly for me to really stand by that. But I would say it's kind of up there in terms of its goodness. The real test, I guess, is, you know... Can it get anywhere near as good as the Dark Knight? And my guess would probably be that's unlikely. Um, only because the Dark Knight's a really good film. Um, but even if it got close, it would still be brilliant. Um, I think it's much better than most Marvel films um, I've seen. In fact, the only Marvel film I've seen recently that's anywhere near it is the uh, the new Spider-Man. But even then, Spider-Man's just fun. You know, it's a big blockbuster and it's fun. But it's not like... It's not really a great film in its own right, if you see what I mean. Like, as a film, standalone film, if you take away the wider universe, it's not that great. It's just kind of embellishing on, like, a broader narrative where it just... Um, 
you know, as a as a bit of a starting point for a new thing, which I guess, you know, I, I appreciate it's based on something that already already exists, but I think this new Batman sort of sets out its stall pretty well. Colin Farrell, by the way, is the penguin. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh it feels strange that it's him because you basically go through the film unless you know it's him you would definitely not think it's him and I think that's uh, a testament to him and the makeup team who get him to uh, look like that but his performance as well is funny it's like a good mixture of funny and kind of cretinous which I think the penguin is supposed to be um, so yeah you know, Zoe Kravitz. By the way, yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Probably just the best Catwoman, I would say. She's she's more real as well. I think that's one of the key things, is they, they kind of bring everything back down to earth a bit. Like, um, Pattinson gets injured a few times. And, like, he's not... He's not as unassailable as all the other Batmans I've ever seen, which, to be fair, is probably one or two. But, you know, um, he's kind of normal. It's all believable. Um, oh, and the guy, Falcone, <clears throat> the, the evil guy, he's like a gangster. He is... Uh, <laughs> he's awesome. The, the, the actor who plays him is awesome. It's the best gangster I've seen played in a while. He's diabolical. Um, yeah. So all round, you should watch the film. It's great fun. Um, yeah, that wasn't very funny though, was it? Really, as a review. But I, this isn't really a comedy podcast. I'm not a comedian. It's not my job to be a comedian. It's my job to talk. Because Rob talks to himself, and I'm talking to myself. And I'm fearing for my life because of the crazy guy who walked past. And I keep seeing shadows in the darkness. Um, but yeah, we're on, we're on 26 minutes now, so we can probably, we can, we can wind it down. Um, yeah, well, I had a positive thought before. Oh yeah, you know, the work that I've put in today means that the rest of the week can be, can be good. And the same can apply to you, you know? The good work that you do today will help you tomorrow, hopefully. Um, and there's always good times to come. That's also another good thing to think about, you know? That weekend just gone, it can happen again. Probably will happen again this year. So that's something to look forward to. Um, what else? Um, no, I don't really have too much else to say. You know, other than I hope that you are well, as you are. Um, thank you for listening, as ever. Uh, I think we're on episode 105. I don't know. But, um, yeah, you've been wonderful. Thanks for listening. And, um, oh, of course, remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to other people. Um, and I'll speak to you another time soon.